Hi, fucks. This is episode 168 of Congratulations. Word up, dude. That's how we start it today. Word up. It is episode 168, and stop what you're doing right now and go turn on Netflix. My special is dropping at midnight. You, you Probably if you're listening to this podcast, honestly, it's already dropped because we're going to drop this podcast late Monday night. Uh, but go turn on Netflix. My special, No Pain, is out. I've been working real hard on this special. I toured the country, and I toured other countries. Mainly what I mean is pretty much just Canada, and I did a little bit of it in Australia two years ago. But um, I can't help it. Your boy's global. Uh, so yeah, uh, my specials out really want you to watch it, work really hard on it. I would love, uh, I would love your, uh, your eyeballs to catch that shit. You know, um, I'm really, I'm really happy with it. My brother directed it. My brother, Matt D'Elia directed it. He killed it, fired my dad. My dad did my last three. I told him, Hey pops, you're fired. Hey brother, you're hired. And my dad goes, Oh, Oh, best firing ever. And, uh, it was a cool moment and my brother and my brother killed it. Uh, but yeah, so that comes out, that's out. Uh, so turn that on and, and tell your friends about that shit. You know, uh, <clears throat> like I said, all the stars aligned with the special, the audience was there, no technical difficulties. I loved everything about it. My brother killed it. Production was great. It was just awesome. And I was, uh, and I was happy about it and I'm happy about the way it came out. Anyway, enough about that, even though I'll probably bring it up later. Um, how you guys doing out there? You dodging Corona? You dodging that Rona? You, you, are you doing what I'm doing? Every now and then you go, <clears throat> hmm. do you do that every now and then? Do you do this every now and then? Do I have a sore throat? Do you do that? Do you tell your significant other, do you have a sore throat? No, I don't think I do either. Do you do that? Like I do all the time? Is that what you're doing? Just checking. Uh, so, yeah. Um, it's a really bad, bad thing that is going on in this world. And I don't want to keep harping on it, but you know, it's what's going on in the world. And I would be remiss if I didn't talk about it, wouldn't I, babies? Right? Remember when Trump was like, oh, you know what? There's 15. It's going to go down to zero or one next week. And now there's hundreds of thousands of people with it. And he didn't close down shit. And people, and then people were like, do you feel like it's your, it's your responsibility? And he says, I don't take responsibility. Who's that guy? Everybody's dad? That's how, like, a dad would act. Sorry, in my day? No. No, 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 no. I don't take responsibility to that. That's your fault. Mm. Don't talk back to your father. Um, Dude, I talked about fucking Pizzagate last time, and I've just been having a fucking whirlwind uh, blast thinking about... The camera's on, right? Thinking about... Uh, thinking about... Uh, the people that this has angered. It's so, it's so unbelievable, dude. It's just hilarious that people will, I, first of all, I said, there's, there's no, like, there's nothing going on extra in Hollywood. Bad people are everywhere. I'm just clarifying this. Cause I also like, I like to talk about it. And then when people get mad, I like to brush the flames. I like to go like this <laughs> to the argument because I don't know. I like reactions. 
Because some people just like to watch the world burn. The Joker. He said that. The other one. The Heath Ledger one. And um, people were just like, <laughs> oh, so I, I, I started out, you know, yeah, Harvey, obviously there's people like Harvey Weinstein and Kevin Spacey. And these are pretty much solo operators. Because here's the deal. If you're going to fuck kids, you're not going to go out and, and tell people about it. Why? Because they'll turn you in. And so I talked about this on my podcast last time, and people were like, oh, bro, fucking what a shill Dalia is. What a pedophilia shill he is. Now, by the way, I don't even know what shill means. But I'll tell you something. By the way they're saying it, I know I'm not. Oh, yeah, Chris Dalia, way to fucking defend pedophilia. Hey, man, I'm not doing that. And the thing is, you know it. So chew doing. It's so unbelievable, man. Oh, look into this guy. Oh, this guy obviously was fucked when he was a kid and he's covering it up. People commented that. Hey, are you a real guy? Hey, hey, dude, I've got something to tell you. This is Earth. That's not how it is. Imagine me if I just got fucked when I was a kid just and I couldn't stand it hearing about Pizzagate because it drummed up too much fucking. I was like, no, no. That's why I don't allow myself to believe that somebody went to a place called fucking Cosmos Pizza in D.C. underground into a basement the size of a closet and had a fucking fuck fest with Hillary Clinton. Imagine that's why I didn't believe it. Oh. The reason why I don't believe it is, dude, people want to believe some shit so hard. They want to believe some shit so hard because they just fucking don't. I get it, dude. It's romantic as shit to think about stuff and believe in it. It's romantic as shit. You think I, you think I don't want to believe in Batman? You think I don't want to believe I am Batman? You think I don't want to believe that shit? You think I don't want to believe that Harry Potter can go out there and fucking shoot, shoot people and turn them into pumpkins? You think that I don't want to believe that? I do want to believe that, but I don't believe that because of my brain, because I'm 40, because I'm developed, and because I have things going on. Now, I get it. If you don't have much going on, then you want to believe in this shit. Okay, well, let's look. Do your research. That's my favorite shit. Do your research. Do your research, bro. <laughs> oh, you mean fucking Google it? You can Google anything. You can Google. You can Google right now. Probably monkeys make uh, 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 made a, an automobile, and they'll fucking a video will come up where monkeys are making an automobile, and there'll be some guy in fucking the backwoods of Alabama, like, well, you know, I had these pets and I uh, needed some help with my cars, and I just kind of left them together, you know, uh, with the old Ford uh, pickup, and uh, I don't know if it was them technically or not, but I woke up one day and it was uh, it was in much better condition than when I left it, and I actually turned the key and it worked. So I'm not saying it was the monkeys, but it could have been. That's a video that I just made up. That is absolutely a video. Because the internet has everything, dude. Do your research. Dude. Oh, my God, dude. He's a shill. I love it. I love it. Go ahead. Believe it. That's fine. But it's crazy how mad. That's the thing I always say is, how come you can't just disagree with somebody and not want them to be fucking, like, literally dead or dragged by a fucking horsey? It's just so weird. Once a comedian or anybody touch, no, a comedian 
touches on and jokes about something that you decide is too far, you get up in arms. No, no, no. Fuck that. Dude, I love Tupac. Talk shit. Make a joke. Go ahead. Guess what? <laughs> it's all good, man. No, it's not cool, man. Tupac's off limits. Go fuck yourself. Nothing's off limits. So if I'm talking shit about Pizzagate, why? Because all of a sudden you're a conspiracy theorist. I got to shut the fuck up. Why? Why? You ever see that fucking old uh, Tim Meadows bit on SNL where he's like, welcome to, to 20 questions with whatever character he's playing. And then he asks one question and then they're like, they, they, they answer it. And, he, and then he says, why? And there's, an, and, the, and there's a counter and it goes two. And then they answer that and he says, why? And then it goes three. And he keeps going, why? Four. And they say, well, I don't know because yada, yada, yada. Why? And he just does it 20 times. And then he says, this has been 20 questions with Tim Meadows. Tim Meadows is so funny. And I want to say that he's the most underrated SNL character, but I don't say people are underrated. I don't do that because that's a backhanded compliment. And let me tell you about this conversation I had off of a text chain. Now, here's the deal. Text chain arguments, conversations, they're the hottest shit since lasagna. Okay? They really are. They're the hottest shit since a pipe and ass cheese goes in your mouth and it gets and it dangles too low, but it's also outside of your mouth. So you end up going, oh, oh. ever have that shit when you're a kid? <laughs> when you're a kid and you're just like, oh, which way do, do I pull it or try to suck it, suck it further? And, and as a nine year old, you're like, hey, it was nice knowing y'all. Just dead with crosses out over the eyes like a cartoon Raggedy Ann doll. Anyway, um, fucking, what was I talking about? The fucking, uh, what? Text chain. Um, I did that fucking hot text chain and I was, dude, I, the thing, here's the thing about me. When I get into a fucking hot argument or a heated argument, if my shit is lasagna myself, guess what, dude? I agree with me. That's how I know I'm right. Okay. I put out a tweet where I said something like that, and it got like fucking 20,000 likes. So that's how you know people feel the same. So that's how you know I'm right. All right? But my shit is, I fucking agree with myself, man. A backhanded compliment is to say somebody is underrated. And here's my thing. My friend said, hey, Rogan called uh, – Joe Rogan call on his Instagram called Adam Sandler, Happy Gilmore and underrated, underrated comedies. And he was like, how could you call uh, Adam Sandler underrated comedy? And I was like, yeah, that's crazy. He's like the number one rated. And then my friend was like, well, saying that it's underrated maybe means that, you know, because people maybe talk shit about his movies, they shouldn't be talking shit about. It. And then that, that came in, that devolved into a whole conversation is what is underrated? Is it okay to say somebody's underrated or not? Like I have fans come up to me and they say, you're underrated, man. I love you. And what I hear, and maybe it's my insecure st- self, I hear people don't think that you're as good as you should be, but I do. And to me, don't tell me any, don't tell me you don't like me. Don't elude to anything about how people don't like me. Just come up and say, hey, good job. Hey, thank you very much. All right? So my buddy was calling me an idiot. Now, here's one, here's, here's, here's one thing. Uh, we were doing the voice te- texting, so I can't read it. We were t- speaking into it and sending the shits. And my buddy was high as shit. So first of all, his argument's out the door. But still, he thought he was killing it. So he was like, if somebody's saying you're underrated, if somebody's saying you're underrated, what they're saying is, most things that are rated highly speak to the lowest common denominator in some way. So they're saying that those dummies aren't smart enough to like you. Okay. And I'm saying, no, what you're doing is adding a bunch of words to somebody saying people don't like you as much as I do. 
And he was saying, you're so wrong. How does it feel to be wrong? And I'm saying, whenever I said something, I, w- I would write back and I fucking agree with me. And he would be like, that's the most crystallia thing ever to say. And I go, you're damn right. Cause I'm me, dude. And I agree with me. And my brother didn't agree with me. And my other friend didn't agree with me. And my other friend was kind of on the fence, but it was fine because I knew I was right. And that's how we got to live our lives, dude. From, the, from now on, that's how we got to live our lives, man. Believe in what the fuck you're saying. You ever talk to somebody and they're like, oh, I, I don't know. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, all right. Like one time I was working with a director and I saw him talk to another actor and he was like, you want to try this? And the actor looked at me. Now, we both locked eyes and thought, bad idea. Whatever that director said, awful idea. And the guy, the other actor goes like this. Um, I don't know. I don't think that'll work. And the director goes like this. Uh, all right. Well, I just thought it was fun. Um, okay. And retreated backwards, twisting his wrist. That's the most bitch thing you can do is to just be like, uh, okay. Uh, yeah. And so he did that. And then that's it. If a director makes that one fucking retreat move, twisty arm shit, your movie's going to suck, bro. Your movie's going to suck. You could have done The Revenant. You could have been like Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio, get in that bear. And Leonardo DiCaprio would be like, I'll wait a beat and then get in it. And then you're like, okay, uh, okay, that movie's going to suck shit. Leonardo would have been like, fuck that. We're all out here in the middle of nowhere and I got to be out here and this movie's going to suck shit. Eduardo Lafon's Caron or whoever did that movie. It's probably not even that director that I'm trying to fucking think of. Um... Eduardo Lafon's Caron, you know? Um, so <laughs> he did The Shape of Water, whatever the fuck that guy's name is, you know? Ah, oh, man. I want to watch the some movies I just want to watch so bad, and I just won't ever watch them. Like Shape of Water. I think it looks so interested, and then I go to look at it on the fucking Netflix or iTunes, whatever it is, and then I look at it for a little bit, and I go, nah. And I think I'll die before I watch that movie. And it's probably great. And people will be like, you should really go see it. You really should see it. You really, really should see it. It won the Oscar. And I go like this. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'll never see it. Um, anyway, Eduardo LaFont's Caron killed that fucking movie probably. But I'm, a, I'm an ignoramus. Uh, believe in yourself is what I'm trying to say. Don't bitch out. Um, but yeah, one time I – to- oh, man. One time I was playing a, a fucking – I must have been 21 and I was beefy, dude. When I was 21, I was beefy. You think the fucking Lord of the Rings have a place to shoot right now? Bro, forget that. They did all those movies back then, okay? Right on the back of my fucking shoulders. I would hear way in the background. Oh, yeah, that's right. And dude, like Eduardo LaFont's Caron could do fucking Revenant back here. Revenant 2, (laughs) T-O-O. Revenant also. Uh, and so, uh, I was with my buddy who is fucking goddamn hilarious intentionally and also unintentionally. Like one time we were talking about one time we were talking, we were, I was probably 23. This is before, this is the after I'm doing it like Pulp Fiction. I'm doing a little bit here and then I'm going back a little bit and then you find out I was dead at the end. Um, so he was like, he was like, uh, Hey, uh, you know, he wasn't really getting chicks the way he, he, he wanted to get chicks. He, he wasn't getting laid. And he wanted to get laid because he was fucking 25, 6, something. You know what I mean? And one time he was like, I was like, well, why don't you just like hit on not as hot chicks? You know, you might have a better chance. 
And this way you work your confidence up and then you start hitting on, you know, hitting, hitting on and, and hooking up with the hotter chicks. And he was like, and he was getting so frustrated at the time and he would always do this. That's how I learned that, that this is bitch. He, and he said, and dude, I'll never forget this. He, he said, he said, I will not hook up with some, some standard girls. I will not hook up with some standard girls and dude. And I will never forget that. I will not hook up with some standard girls and dude. And I was like, ah, I think that was the first time I went, ah. And uh, it was awesome. And I laughed. And that guy hasn't been late in two years now. And this is 20 years later. I just talked to him. Sadness. Real life sadness. You think shit's going on, dude? You think people are fucking, you think what, corona, the economy? You think that this shit's fucking everything up? My buddy hasn't gotten laid for two years. Sadness. sadness um you know what i mean like that's that's brutally but you know i guess it's the kind of thing like one time when i was in a a, a carpool i used to be carpool going to kid going to school with a kid with a bunch of different kids in a van with that fucking siding that was like a wooden siding fuck whoever put cars with the wooden siding on the outside it's like what are you making a car or a fucking house what is the breaking bad how a mobile so one time, and the kid, the older kid, he said, yeah, I don't really watch TV. I said, really? He said, yeah, because one time I was grounded. I couldn't watch TV all summer, and then I just came in, got into the habit and never really wanted to watch TV. And that's what's happened with my buddy, only what it happens to do with getting his dick wet. And I'll tell you what, that is 100% not. Sensational. So that is absolutely not. Sensational. That is absolutely not. Sensational. Um. Anyway. Let's see. I was telling. Oh yeah. So this is what I was going back to. Like I go back, back, back. My my shit is steps. I went a little bit forward. I went back, and it's like time cop. You go back and forth, or Pulp Fiction, just in a different editing way. So my shit time travels. <laughs> okay. So um, thought I just stepped in dog shit. Uh, so uh, anyway, we were doing this thing game with a bunch of girls and guys, and. Uh, my buddy, we had to hum a song, like the first few seconds of a song, and then whoever guessed it got a point or some shit, whatever. It was the fucking worst game of all time. And we couldn't do the lyrics. Like, you couldn't be out there and just be like, I'll put a sign up right in the front window, advertisement right in the front window, and all of a sudden, success coming out of the blue. Because then you'd be like, Mushnik and Son, Little Shop of Horrors, of course, right? So, So this guy was going to sing this song. <laughs> this guy was going to sing this song downtown, right? Downtown, right? Whatever the fuck that song is, that was probably in some Dustin Hoffman movie in 1981. So, <laughs> downtown, right? And it was his turn, and that was the song he wanted to sing, Okay. Bro, uh, this is the most sabit shit ever, okay? There was a chin-up bar behind him, all right, in the room, okay? <laughs> oh, fuck this, dude. There was a chin-up bar behind him, and he was it was his turn. He was like, okay, go ahead. And he goes, <laughs> wait, hold on, dude. <laughs> he goes, he goes, and then he goes, 
downtown and and we started crying the only thing he had to do was not say downtown and he goes downtown and we my other buddy and i who we looked at each other immediate beat red faces and we started crying like japanimation and then my buddy got embarrassed that he said the word downtown that he fucking pivoted did a fucking it was like he was tony Gwynn swinging the bat he just fucking twisted and walked over to the chin-up bar and fucking grabbed it and did two chin-ups he did two fucking chin-ups dude out of bitchness imagine being so insecure and bitch that he was doing the twisty when he was singing he was going downtown and then he realized he did it we fucking started japanimation crying and he twisted walked on over he didn't run he walked like fast walk like he saw something that he wanted at the mall real not really like really quickly and then he just did two fucking chin-ups and then oh my god dude i was 23 and i knew that was a bitch that guy hasn't been late in two years he didn't listen he didn't listen, you know, we're coming to you live from the Congratulations Podcast. This is episode 168. Make sure to check out Chris D'Elia's No Pain on Netflix. <laughs> too loud. I had it too loud in my headphones. That was the Jeremy Renner sting. Um, but yeah, my special comes out. Special comes out. Hi, we're here live with Chris D'Elia. Sometimes you fucking see those guys when you used to – I used to do a, a bunch of press and stuff for like uh, uh, on the road. You, you have to wake up at 6.30 in the morning and you'd have to go to um, – you'd have to go to uh, wherever if you're in like some fucking – playing the Atlanta Improv or whatever it is. And you go and you go like 20 minutes away and you go to some radio station at 6 o'clock in the morning. And these guys, you'd sit on them with t- in front of their TV – you know, in TV – for the morning news and be like, we've got Chris D'Elia here. He's uh, all weekend at the Atlanta improv. So tell us Chris. And they would be so close. You know, you sit, you don't think about this, but when you're doing an interview with somebody, you're really close to them because they want to get it in one shot. You're not far away. It looks weird with, there's too much space in between. So what happens is you're way closer than you should be in real life, but on camera, it looks nice. All right. And, uh, those guys are the best because you can, they're the only guys in the world that you can hear their face. They, they're like, so So tell me, Chris, you got this new stuff going on. So tell me how it is to work material on the road. And they'll lean in and you can hear their face because they got to keep that smile plastered and it's cracking and you feel it kind of j- like just kind of like cracking a little bit and you can hear that. It's very, very small, but you can hear that. And I just wanted you to know that because we talk about the most important news here at fucking Congratulations Podcast with Crystal Leah, fucking PR. And I'll tell you, man. I ain't got no motherfucker. That's why I fucked your bitch. Uh, so rude. Uh, so, um, anyway, man, um, that's kind of what, what's going on in my life. So, my special comes out. Make sure to check it out and, uh, check it out and stuff. There was a fucking guy in my, man, I'm thinking a lot of stuff when I was a kid. Yo, was that, what fire? Was that from your friends or was that from my friends? Check it out and stuff. Oh, yeah. Wait, was it Johnny Sanchez? He does that? Oh, fuck. That was so funny. Oh, I thought that was like a high school friend. This is how my memory's so fucked up, dude. Um, Johnny Sanchez is fucking hilarious, dude. Anyway, um, 
That's right. God, I got to ask him about that. Uh, I went live on Instagram earlier today, and I had never – it was like an hour ago, so you can check that out. Not that that – I mean, here's me. I'm a podcast, which you shouldn't even be listening to, promoting my Instagram live that you shouldn't even be listening to. So – but Bieber fucking asked to talk, asked to do the split screen, and we did the split screen, and it's pretty cool uh, that he did that. I never did split screen with somebody, but, I, you know, times are changing. And he said he's going to watch my special at midnight with his wifey. That's very cute. Um, Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, okay, I'll do ads now. That'll be a good time to do ads. I'm glad I thought of that. Dude, that's like that Grover character, Super Grover. Hmm, yeah, I'm glad I thought of that. And you're like, no, uh, Super Grover, I, okay. Hmm, I'm glad I thought of that. And you're like, it was me, okay. <laughs> okay, Super Grover. God, that Pizzagate thing is so funny. My my Netflix special's out, everybody. Go check it out. Uh, watch this special or watch this uh, speaking of Netflix I watched this show uh, because I was watching Breaking Bad and just needed a break you know me and wifey watching Breaking Bad I needed a fucking break because it's too it's just too intense and we were like let's retire Breaking Bad and let's watch Doomsday Preppers now, she wanted to go to sleep. It pissed me off. All good. I wanted to stay awake and watch Doomsday Preppers to fucking kind of cancel out the Breaking Bad. Now, does it piss me off? Yes. Is it okay? Sure. It's fine. Somebody's got to get up at 6 a.m. and feed my baby. But I watched Doomsday Preppers. And uh, these people are like the people that think that Pizzagate is real. I watched two episodes because that's how I do. When some shit's on Netflix, sometimes I watch two episodes. I don't watch three or four unless it's like some real hot shit. But sometimes I like to test shit out. I like to dip my toes in the Netflix water. You know what I mean? I like to do that. If something's called Doomsday Preppers, you're goddamn right. I'm not going to watch the whole thing. But I'm going to dip my toe in it because I'm a curious George. Okay? And if you have a problem with that, then get to step in. Um, these people are fucking nuts, though. How about that? I, it's actually a really good, well-put-together show. Um, these guys talk about... Uh, these guys talk about the world... Like, they're scared of, like, either terrorist attacks. So one guy's in a mobile home, and he just drives everywhere. And he drives fucking everywhere, and he's got, like, satellite hooked up. He, could, he, he blogs from his shit. I forget what his name is, but he's online and shit. He's got a podcast that he, he does from his mobile home, and he just keeps driving, dude. And he's got, like, a crossbow and guns just in case, and he sets up the security cameras so he can see heat sent, heat coming to it. It's like – and he's just like, look, man, if a terrorist attack comes, I'm going to be on – I'm going to be on the road. I'm, I'm, I'm going to drive to where it's safe. And they're like, well, what about gas? And he's like, well, that's my only thing that I'm, I'm worried about. I have, like, a year's worth of supplies eating-wise in my, in my trunk here. And he's got, like, fucking shit that he needs to plant and, like, dried food that he needs to add water to. And he makes his own water and shit. He makes everything. And it's just so insane. And I'm just like, dude, how are you running from terrorism every day of your life not sure if something's going to happen? In the meantime, you're not living your fucking life. Like, dude, if terrorists are going to get me, he's like, he's like, because you know how I win? He's like, me staying mobile. That's how I win. And I go like this out loud to wifey. I say, he lost already. And she goes, mm -hmm. and I'm more pissed. 
Wake up, bitch. We're watching Doomsday Preppers. Excuse me, bitch. Doomsday Preppers is on. You know? She goes like this a lot when we're watching TV. It's too loud. And I'm just like, for fucking who, dude? Can you just turn it lower? For fucking what? I get pissed. Yes. Um. Yeah. Did you guys enjoy your fucking quarantine to Easter? Did you do that? Another guy was on. Do- another guy was on Doomsday Preppers, and he was uh, underground. Oh, what about the sun? Hey, dude, are you a fucking gopher? What about a sun? What about the sun? Another guy was on. What was the other guy? There was another guy that was. Oh, he was. He had a self-sustainable fucking. He's like, I don't have any more cash. <laughs> he's like, I don't have money. I barely. I don't have any bills though. The only thing I have bills on is a cell phone, and I have enough money to cover my cell phone for a few years. And he was like, and I don't even need to, you know, if a cell phone. Who cares if I have a cell phone or not? And his wife was like, Yeah, let's go practice shooting things in the yard. And he was like, Okay. And they they got fucking. The only time they're ever going to use it is during this fucking show, Doomsday Preppers. Also, he was like, That's the thing. If invaders come to find my place, because my place is really good, then I could fucking ward them off with these guns. And we've got places in my yard that we have coolers of shit, of food and bullets and guns and sniper rifles. And he was like, so we're good. And I'm like, but what about the show? But what about how everyone's going to see where you live now because it's on Netflix and everybody's watching Netflix? Watch my special. It's streaming now. No pain. But yeah, that's like that whole thing when it was when it's like when it's like when they show like. The fucking movies, or the, not the movies, sorry, the docuseries is where it's like about gang life, real deal, or whatever. They, it, all the fucking titles are the same. It's like gang life, blood for glory, gang life, real deal, streets, the streets of L.A., gang life, bloods versus crip, the lifestyle, blood, blood, blood in, blood out, gang life, gang, gang, gang and fucking, ganging with the fucking gangersons, you know? It, it, it's all named the same shit. And uh, and there and then you get the guy that was like, this was a top done of the couple of the fucking game of the fucking Crips from 1980 to 1995. And he was just like, yeah, man, you know, we had to kill motherfuckers just for looking at us the wrong way, man. We killed about three, four motherfuckers just looking at us the wrong way. We killed about three more fuck, four motherfuckers looking at us the wrong way. And we killed much more than that for motherfuckers who do much more than that, if you know what I mean. And I'm just at home like. Hey, get him. This is TV. Are you confessing on videotape? Get him. Are cops watching? What cops are at home are just like, fuck it, I'm off duty. I ain't watching. I'm not going to get him. Where am I going? But in a fucking Jacksonville? Because that's where all crimes happen. If a crime didn't happen in Jacksonville, guess what? Didn't happen. That's my whole motto. That's how I'm going to run for fucking mayor of Los Angeles. If a crime didn't happen in Jacksonville, it didn't happen. Mayor of Jacksonville. Jacksonville fucking sucks anyway. Uh, um, Jacksonville doesn't suck, dude. I've had some fucking awesome shows in Jacksonville. I'm just playing, dude. Ladies, I'm playing. Ladies, I'm not love you. I'm playing. I'm playing. You know, I love you. Um, yeah, bro. Um. Uh, I'm a nosy neighbor, bro, just so you know. I'm a nosy neighbor. 
Just so you fucking know. What are you going to do about that? Hey, dude, is looking illegal? No, peeping is, but I'm not peeping. I'm just looking. I took a, a walk with my family the other day. Just looking. Exited the house, took a walk, left. Just, just looking around. You know what the difference is? I don't do this. Peeping. I'll just stick my face in the brush. I'm pee. I'm not peeping. I'm looking, dude. And then they go like this. Stop peeping. And I go, I wasn't using my hands. This is a free country. Isn't that right? Chris, come on. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Come on, let's go. Everyone. He's crying. Bro, I don't pee. Is it? The- what are you doing, dude? Oh, you're on a walk. Oh, dude, do I look in backyards? Yeah. Yeah. Do I look in... Do I look in... Bro. Hey. Motherfuckers are like, you look in, you look in backyards? Bro, I look... I'm so gangster. I look in side yards. You understand me? If you got a fucking br- branch that's not covering, that's where my eyes go, man. That's where my fucking eyes go. So if I'm taking a stroll, which I am right now because COVID, if I'm taking a fucking stroll and there's a... And your branch fucked up. If your branch was going to cover, but the sun hit it weird and it started to grow that way, my face goes right there. And I ain't peeping them, but I'm looking. And you got nice-ass furniture, dude. You got a pool and a tennis court, and I could see both sides. You understand me, dude? And if you have a side yard, I'm all over that shit because it's easy to see side yards. Can't see my backyard. My backyard's hidden. Go ahead, peep. Go ahead. Try to look. Hey. Try to look at my shit. Go ahead. Go ahead. I survey the fucking area. Branches growing the wrong way. I fucking move the branches. You can't see shit, motherfucker. And I have cool neighbors, and they can't see shit. I have cool neighbors, dude. One super famous, and I won't even tell you. Who? But, uh, yeah, dude. So I don't peep, but I look, dude. When someone drives by, hey, what are you doing? Oh. Just looking. That's illegal. No, I have my hands in my pocket. They have a hole for my face. I'm just looking. Ah, you're a rascal. There's fucking low holes, too. I'm going to tell my son, fucking, go ahead. When you start walking, you could use those low holes to look in. Check out the side yard, buddy. I fucking can't wait to tell my... I can't wait to teach my son almost illegal shit. You know what I mean? Almost illegal shit. And then he goes like, but dad, isn't that bad? And I go like this. (laughs) Not if you know the words how to describe it. Not if you know how to describe it. Not if you know how to describe it. But isn't peeping bad? Excuse me, son. We're just looking. Oh, I get it now. Looking, not peeping. Um, Yeah, so. I I got a question, too. Uh about OnlyFans. And I know I've talked about this and I caught some heat on the podcast, but if I'm not catching heat, I'm not relevant. So throw the heat my way, man. This shit's hot. I'm ready. But OnlyFans is an interesting thing because why do girls do it? Okay. Now, I don't mean why do all girls do it? But I'm what I mean is why do all the girls who do it do it? Now, that's different 
Now, if you were my buddy on a text chain, you would argue that it's the same, and I would get mad, and I would say, too late. I agree with me. But all the girls who do it don't need to do it. Most of the girls that would do it, I would argue, don't all be doing it. Do you know why? Because they're showing you their fried butterfly. But fried butterfly. And if you need any more explanation than than that, this conversation or podcast isn't for you. (laughs) Because one time I was like, hey, dad, my dad said, yeah, um, we were at a basketball game for some fucking reason. Who was I? But my dad was like, uh, we were talking about porn, porn, porn. And my dad was like, yeah, I don't know. I always thought it was kind of odd when a girl was a porn star and I was like, wanted to be, wanted to do porn. And I was like, why? And he was like, I don't know. I, I feel like, you know. Maybe it means like something uh, happened in your childhood or whatever. It makes you – whatever he was saying. I don't know. I don't fucking want to out him, you know. But I was like, uh, yeah, but you could probably be uh, really uh, a, a full, complete, well-adjusted person and still do porn. And he was like, yeah, I guess you're right. But then it's like – he said, but then it's like imagine you're like, yeah, uh, I'm a well-adjusted person. I could get a real job and I can do things and I have hopes and dreams. But uh, instead of that, uh, I just want guys to come on my face. And I was like, hmm, very good point. Okay? And we were at the Clippers game. Who was I? Why why, why were we there? You got free tickets or some shit. So uh, OnlyFans is interesting because... It's that whole thing where it's like, why doesn't every girl on Instagram have at least 20,000 followers? Like, you can do it, girl. You can do anything because you're a girl and guys are dumb. A lot of those girls would take a sugar daddy. A lot of those girls would just marry for money. A lot of those girls are really hot. If you're hot, why are you doing OnlyFans? If, deep down, you just want to marry a fucking... You don't have to fucking do all that shit. Because people who do OnlyFans... The same thing goes for people who do Instagram for for money. You don't... And guys, girls, whatever. I'm not, I'm not, this, isn't, this is not a sexist thing. But, like, you, you, you're not, you don't want to work that hard. You know what I'm talking about? You don't want to work that hard. That's why you're fucking going like this. Hey, $3 to see my pussy. Right. Um, so what are you doing doing it? It's so interesting to think about. Look, I love that there's OnlyFans and I love when people do OnlyFans because love seeing tits. Love seeing tits. I got it, man. I see ad break. Yeah. Um, but it's just so fascinating, man. That some ch- this COVID thing happened. I get it. And you're like, well, I can't go out and work. So fucking I want to show you my pussy. So that's I get that. Make your fucking money, dude. For the people that really want to do it, do it. I guess it's maybe just like being on another job. It's like, yeah, I don't want to be fucking bagging groceries or whatever or at Crate and Barrel ringing up these fucking bullshit plates. But it's just kind of what I fell into. I guess it's the same thing. We figured it out. Yay. We figured it out. Yay. But hot girls can just get a free ride, man. They can literally get a free ride, like a literal free ride. Like a hot girl can see you drive by and be like, excuse me. And you'll go and be like, yes, sweetheart. And the girl's like, can I get a ride? And you're like, I wasn't going that way, but 100%. Hop on in. Literally, you can get a free ride. So what are you doing jiggling your tits? But don't stop. We love them. 
Ladies, you know I'm just joking. You know I'm playing. Um. Anyway, who knows if I'll get fucking canceled because I said all that. Um. What was I gonna do? Ads? Let me get ads, dude. Um, so my special does come out, uh, it's out now and, uh, my brother did direct it and I just want to say I'm really fortunate, man. I really am fortunate. Sure. I worked hard and stuff, but I'm really lucky to be in the position that I am. Um, and I realize that and I try, I, I do think about that a lot and, and my brother directed this special and it's just so cool that he did it because I love him. And, um, I mean, I really love him. Like, it's so awesome to have somebody like that. Like people always say like, oh, how many kids do you want to have? And I'm like, oh, two's good because I had one brother and no sisters and no other brother. And everything that I didn't, could, couldn't talk to anybody about. I would do it with Matt because he was the only guy. And that bond because of that is awesome. Now, I'm not saying if you have three brothers or two sisters and a brother or whatever, you don't have that. But for me, I always felt cool that there was one other person that I could confide in and just know that that motherfucker was down to ride. And so was I for him. And of course, I had an open uh, you know, family with my mom. My dad, I could talk to them about everything. I mean... The first time I, 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 I masturbated, I walked down and I told him and I walked down and I saw and I was crying for real, dude. I was a bitch. And I, and I said to my mom and my mom said, what the hell's wrong? She was eating like fucking jelly beans. My mom would always eat the jelly beans and she would shuck them around her hand a little bit before she popped them in her mouth dude, to drove me nuts. I was like, why don't you just pick them up and fucking eat them? Why do you have to make it a game? Like daddy needs a new pair of shoes. Hey, there we go. But I was crying and she was like, what's wrong? And I said, it happened. And I thought she knew what I was going to talk about. And she said, what? And I said, coming. And she said, ah, fucking go upstairs. Your dad's coming home in 10 minutes. And that was when I got to talk about the birds and the bees. And that is beautiful. But anything I couldn't bring up, I would talk to my brother about. And, you know, I assume my brother did the same thing to me. We never hated each other. You know, I think he went through some weird shit because uh, I was the older brother. And just, you know, it's weird when you're growing up with an older brother feel like you probably have to like you know he did i did everything first you know and then the the second kid is like okay the second kid we we, we learned our mistakes and it's it you know it's like if you have 11 kids the 11th kid is just like oh yeah what's his name again you know so um i feel like uh really cool that my brother i i feel lucky that my brother directed it because he's great first of all he's talented uh, but besides that, I love him and I genuinely love him deeply. And to have him a part of this experience helps me, you know, I mean, it was that way with my dad too. It was the coolest thing. He was in, uh, he was in, uh, the van. I remember when I shot my first special, he was in the van with the headphones on and I knew out there on stage, he was proud of me in that van, you know, and I would think about that while I was doing my special, while I was fucking talking to those people in New Orleans. And uh, I got in my head a little bit th with stand-up through uh, the years. Like incorrigible, I felt good about. And then I started getting a little bit insecure because I didn't know what else to talk about. Man on Fire was something that came out after Uncorrigible. as my third special. And 
the material I had, I loved, but I just wasn't in a good place in my life. And my dad directed it uh, and it was great. And I'm really proud of it. And I was still in my head. I shot comedians of the world. I really liked the way it came out. I, I don't, I'm lucky to have uh, what I have and I'm lucky to have shot what I have shot in my career. But man, uh, but this special, uh, No Pain, which is one of the reasons why it's called No Pain because people always say pain, comedy comes from pain. But I didn't really fucking experience much of that in my life and um, I'm fortunate for that. And I always used to think that it, was in, it would make me insecure. Uh, as it, it made me insecure that I didn't have that real shit to talk about as a comedian. And... Um, and this one is just like, fuck all that. I have what I have and I'm really fucking lucky and I'm really fortunate. And I'm going to talk about what the fuck I'm going to talk about. And I'm like, I have my dad. I'm like, I have my mom. I'm like, I have my own family, you know, <laughs> and my brother directed it. And that's a real fucking special thing for me, man. And uh, so, you know, thank you, Matt, for doing it. Uh, and um, you made it great. Um, you know, it's cool to have a support system. Um, I don't know. I don't know if that's what you wanted to hear or not wanted to hear. I mean, sometimes I talk like that and then people end up fucking being like, fuck you, bro, because, oh, you don't know what real pain is. And it's like, okay. But some people fucking, you know, look, I'm just trying to be honest with you guys sometimes. Um, but yeah. So I'm excited. I'm really fucking excited. And, uh, thanks for, uh, to everybody that ever has come out to see me and, fucking supported me online or even if you haven't come out to see me if you just fucking tell somebody I'm funny that's so cool and I appreciate that um what else did I wanted to talk about sorry I went into fucking some serious shit there but I want to talk about something else that was funny what was it I have it right here um the fucking person who said that dessert is gay did you see this this fucking chick tweets oh of course changed no i don't fucking have it here we go a guy ordering dessert on a date is a red flag for me that's a female thing to do for real this girl writes and then she writes if a guy is on a date with a woman the woman should be the only one asking for appetizers and dessert many meals in capital like seriously you can just taste some of whatever i ordered what the friggin fuck is wrong with this girl you know to actually be like, I like, that, first of all, I like that she has a hard opinion on appetizers. That's my shit, dude. To have a hard opinion about nothing, that's right in my fucking wheelhouse. But this chick, dude, and then she went on to say something like, order two meals if you're extra hungry, but don't get dessert. Imagine a girl. Be first of all, since when is not, since when is eating the most not what a man does. I eat fucking two meals. I eat my meal, scarf it down, and I wait for my lady to finish that shit. And when she doesn't, I go, oh, yeah. I'm like that guy in that yellow suit behind the tree meme. Oh, yeah. I'm like that guy. Bro, that shit's going in my mouth. When my lady does, sometimes I'm out to dinner. Dinner. Like I'm a cleaning lady. Sometimes I'm out to dinner with my fucking, uh, her and uh, my opener or some shit. And she's like, you want it to him? And I'm like, motherfucker, that's mine. Bro, 
And I tell him, I stop it with him sometimes. I say, just so you know, when she tries to offer you some shit, it's not yours. It's mine. You understand me? And he goes, oh, bro, it's up to her. And I say, no, it's not, bro. Being a man is eating it all. Being a man is eating it all. It's like that old Kenny Loggins song. Being a man is eating it all. Fucking two meals and dessert and appetizer, yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, I like that she had a hard description, a hard opinion, not description. Very weird. Have a brain tumor. All good. Um, and then people take it serious, seriously, you know. One day you will learn that the only thing that that's gay is homosexuality, feminist traits, and anal kinks are not gay. Definitely not eating dessert or appetizers as well. Yeah, all right. Thanks for the fucking break. Live news. We're coming to you live news. We get this just in. One day you'll learn that only th- the only thing that's gay is homosexuality. Feminine traits and anal kinks are not gay. Definitely not eating dessert or appetizers as well, LMFAO. Anal kinks are not gay. Tonight at 11, are anal kinks gay? Tune in to find out. Ooh, can't wait till 11. Are anal kinks gay? Dude. Are are anal kinks gay or are they just... Sensational. Sensational. Um... Anal kinks, you know? Just say ass fucking. If a girl straps on a dick and fucks a guy in the ass, that's not gay. Straight up. It's not gay. You're fucking a girl. It's not gay. I know people be like, you know, the brothers like to be like, oh, hell yeah, I ain't gay. I ain't do that shit. You know what I mean? But like, bro, it's not gay. You're fucking a girl. You're fucking a girl with a strap on? If a girl puts a strap on and fucks your butt, you're not gay. You like a strap on in your butt. If you fuck a guy and he's fucking you in the butt, gay. That's it. That's the rule. If you're kissing on some dude and you jerk off a little bit, the dude, and also yourself, you got two dicks in your hands, but one of them's yours, gay. If a girl with tits and a pussy and no dicks straps on the dicks and fucks you in the butt, that's it. You're partying with a chick and you're straight as a motherfucker. Rolling with the homies. And I got fucking and the fucking best part about it is I agree with myself. I heard Dr. Drew say it on fucking Loveline once in 1999, so I know it's true. Rolling with the homies. So dessert. Imagine you think dessert's gay. I imagine this girl thinks. If a girl straps on a fucking dick and p- plugs your butthole with it, that is definitely gay. What if the guy ordered dessert and then afterwards when you hook up with him, he's like, we put this on and fuck my butt. She would be like, pew, and arrive at her nest destination like this. Real, real, real. The guy with the dildo. <laughs> the guy with the dildo just real, real, real. I've never had anything in my ass. Um, I don't even like talking about this shit, but I, I really haven't. And and 
And I, I was talking to a guy once, and he was like, yeah, I haven't either. One time when I was in a shower, I tried to put <laughs> – when I was younger, I tried to put a little bit of a shampoo bottle in my butt, and it felt kind of good, but that's all I ever did. And I was like, okay. But I didn't – I didn't. Uh, I never had anything in my butt. Uh, I don't know. It just seems like it would be uncomfortable. Who knows? I don't know. That's a hard stance, though. People don't really agree with me on that. Dr. Drew, Dr. Drew does in 1999, though. Play us. <laughs> uh, fuck. What else, man? Do I have anything else to talk about? I forget. Ooh, we're right at an hour. We did it, my babies. I'm sweaty, dude. This shirt, it says back up the Brinks truck. It's, it's fan-made. Somebody gave it to me like four, five years ago at an improv somewhere. He was like, my dad makes shirts here. Back in, oh wait, no, it was it wasn't. It's was, it was like four years ago, I guess. How long? How old is this podcast? That's when I was saying the shit. Quitter, uh, quitter, quitter questions. Twitter questions. Who my foghorn leghorn? Um, Crystalia, how bitch is it to throw something out of anger and then have to go pick it up? Seen food shopping today from Graham J forty two. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. That's pretty bitch. I mean, it all depends on how you do it. If Jason Statham did it, it would be less bitch than if fucking Bill Gates did it. You know what I mean? If, I got, if you tuck in your shirt, pretty much whatever you're going to do is has a little bit of an added bitch. Um, here's another one. Greg Cash. Hey, hey, Crystalia at... And congrats, Pod. Congrats, Pod. When are we getting a collab of Eminem and Chank Smith? Yeah, I mean, dude, you know, I'm all for it. You probably... You might want to talk to the stork. You probably have to ask Eminem about that because I'm all in, but I doubt that'll ever happen. Um, Hannah Mercer, at Jump Off a Boat. Hmm. Do people ever take photos of you from a distance without approaching you? Yeah, of course. That's what people used to get mad at me. I don't really do this too much anymore, but I used to, I used to film people from a distance and make jokes and stuff and put it on my Instagram and shit. And I, I started to feel bad doing that. Uh, my whole thing was, yeah, but but uh, people people record me way more than I record anybody else, so fuck that. I think that that was maybe the wrong way to look at it. I felt bad doing that. I still do it every now and then if their face isn't really in it, but I don't like putting people on blast. Like I, I have too many followers. Like I feel bad doing it. But yeah, people do it to me all the time. And when I catch people doing it, I walk right up to them, bro. I walk right up to them and I say, hey, if you want to pick, just ask. That's some gangster shit. And only one time. I was wrong. The guy wasn't taking pictures. He was just trying to find cell service. So I felt really shitty. Um, I was like, hey, man, if you want a picture, just ask. And he said, huh? Oh, I was just looking for service. And I said, Haha, I'm David Copperfield. And then I ran away. Uh, none, none of that happened. I made up that last part. Uh, Got to be honest on the fucking congratulations podcast. Anyway, you guys are great. Um, so that's what's up. That's it. And um, let's see. Was there anything else I wanted to talk about? Desserts gay. People say dessert's gay. This chick says dessert's gay. I'm on your mom's house with Tom Segura. It drops tomorrow. I'm doing Rogan tomorrow. My special comes out. Man, it's going to be Crystalia Day. If you ever watched any video of me on YouTube, that shit is going to be Crystalia for you when you fucking open up your shit. I'll tell you that much. Man, my shit's going to be fucking up the algorithm. I'm trying to fucking break the internet, man. No pain comes out. It's out. No pain's out. Stream it on Netflix. Watch it. You guys are great. Uh, thank you so much for supporting me. Can't wait for you to see my new special on uh, Netflix. And that's uh, it, really. Uh, you can text me. Uh, uh, the number is you just go to my Instagram and hit text, and you can text me on there. And uh, 
tweet me and use that hashtag no pain Netflix. That helps me out because then I can see it. I, I click on that hashtag no pain Netflix. If you're watching it, let me know. Uh, and uh, and maybe I'll do a watch party a little bit later about this shit and we can all watch it together. But thank you guys. You guys are great. Uh, and uh, that's it, man. Uh, bye bye. off now.